10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world. Hey guys, welcome to Tipperary for another episode of Life After Life. How is everybody keeping? And for those of you who are in Ireland, tell me, did you survive Storm Barra over the last couple of days? Um, I'm in Tipperary, so we were very, well, it depends who you ask in my house. Have we been lucky or unlucky? Because my 13-year-old, thinks he was very unlucky that the schools in Tipperary didn't close because um, Barra kind of went above us and below us, but didn't really um, hit Tipperary too badly. Now, we did have strong winds and rain last night, but I'm not aware of anybody having lost any trampolines or bins or anything like that. Hey, Rita from Waterford. Hey, Carrie. Glad I had, well, it would take strong wind now to blow me away, Carrie, I have to say. But um, it did take me a long, long time to get to sleep last night. I was awake till about half four, uh, about four, half four this morning because my two cats were petrified at the sound of the wind outside. So I had one under the duvet shivering beside me and the other one was out in my son's room curled up to him. So she kept him awake as well um, half the night. So, um, yeah. So I'm not used to sleeping with a cat shaking in the bed beside me. But once um, he got very comfortable and warm, he went off to sleep. But uh, he's normally um, we we kind of say that um, our cat is like I don't know if anybody has kids and has ever watched Phineas and Ferb, but we call our cat the platypus. So we reckon he has a secret life. Um, hey, Purple Joe, all good in Westmeath. So you weren't too bad. First wind, yeah. So I think it really was only Cork, Curry, um, and a bit of Clare that got the worst of it. Uh, probably Donegal. Poor Donegal gets the worst of everything. So um, it's lovely to have so many people on tonight, okay? Um, and I think we're all sick of hearing about um, both Stormbarra and the V word, which I'm not going to say, or the C um acronym which i'm not going to mention either so um hello from liverpool hey tana thanks for joining in hi i'm here now what's your name if i can't call you f s f n u s a s <laughs> so um yeah so tell me um or try and have your your name i was out delivering milk in it in waterford during the night oh lord that was that like oh, do you know what i just I'm not the kind of person that was born to do night shifts or early mornings. OK, I just would not be able to do a job like that. So fair play to you, because I do appreciate people that get out and do it. And you know what? I wish that we could have milk delivered here, um, even though I'm dairy free. But uh, we do use, use a lot of milk in a house in our house. And where I built my house, when I say oh, I, um, I didn't physically build my house, but where we built our house is just across um, down a laneway from where my grandparents used to live. And I was talking about I was talking to my sons about it the other day we were driving home and I can remember at my grandmother's house, 
on each pier she had a box so on one pier she used to get fresh bread fresh warm bread delivered every single morning and fresh milk then into the other box on the other pier every single morning if i was staying there we'd go out and get nice warm bread and fresh milk and have the most delicious breakfast oh god be with the days Taryn is a night shift worker i don't know how you do it and welcome kira may <laughs> sorry i didn't know it was you hey paula hey patricia so tonight and i am going to be drinking a lot sorry when i'm talking um i have been on medication um it's a herbal medication but one of the side effects is that I'm consistently thirsty and I'm drinking water. I have a liter bottle here and I must go through five or six of them every single day. I'm so thirsty all of the time. So I definitely can't go on like this. I'll be up all night. <laughs> so there you go. So I'll be sipping away all night um, for the next um, while that I'm on anyway. So what I wanted to talk about tonight or to start with anyway and, um, you know, like, guys, I want this to be a conversation. So if you want to ask something or add something to what I'm talking about, you can request if you're on the Podbean app, if you're listening through a link, you probably won't be able to join the chat. You'd have to come in through the app. But if you're on the app, you should be able to request to come on um, as a speaker. And, you know, you can join in the conversation so I can have another seven people on at any one time. So you're more than welcome to come in and join in the converse, conversation. OK, so as I said, OK, so a gift or an ability is um, mediumship. So we put it here in the chat is mediumship a gift or an ability and what do you reckon guys what would be your opinion on it because everyone says to me oh you have an amazing gift aren't you so lucky you're gifted you should share this gift Haley says it's a gift and I appreciate that you that you would think that Haley. Patricia Carrie says it's both and well it, it, it's probably Abby IL and I've ability spelt wrong I just noticed it there sorry about that um it's probably more than just a gift or an ability it's probably a pain in the BOT Tum a lot of the time as well. Um, well done to the students on Thursday night. Well done to all. Hey, Mary. <laughs> so Mary's referring to, and thank you so much for that. And I did pass on your comments. Um, I've just finished teaching a group of what I call baby mediums. So I was teaching people how to do mediumship. And um, I looked for volunteers from my private group on Facebook um, to come on and um, let them practice on them. So basically get a free reading um, for, well, for what their ability stretched to. And Mary was one of my volunteers and they did an amazing job. Um, and they're so, so good. Um, after just eight weeks, you know, they were given so such clear evidence and I loved it. And thank you, Mary, for being such a good sport on that as well so everyone's saying definitely it's a gift and i would disagree you know okay hi martina tarna is just my meals i'm on the pod i think it's a gift but i think it's good to sit in a group to develop it i agree and carrie's sister was also a volunteer and she was very impressed thank you so much carrie for saying that and i will definitely pass that on because they were so nervous about reading strangers because they practiced on themselves for weeks and weeks and practiced on me and so i just brought people on and let them practice and it's a really good you know it's kind of um a baptism of fire but it was really good for them and also hopefully for the volunteers that they got um a short reading for free okay so as i was saying 
I don't agree that mediumship is a gift. I do appreciate that people think it's a gift and it's a lovely gesture, you know, for people to tell me that I have a gift. But in actual fact, I believe it's an ability. Okay, so um, I'll come back to that question now in a second. Um, So why do I think it's an ability? The reason I think it's more of an ability than a gift is because everybody can do it. Okay, Um, there isn't anybody on this earth that doesn't have the ability to connect with the spirit world. The only difference between you and I is that I have developed it. Um, Luckily for me, I have a family that's very mediumistic. Okay, so people that have followed me for some time will know that both my grandmother and my great grandmother were both mediums. And I don't know what I've done with the link now. Here we go. Sorry, I closed you down there for a little while. Um, My grandmother and my great-grandmother and my great-great-grandmother and going back through the family, they were all mediums, okay? So when I was little and I was talking about being able to see people and being able to hear people and talking about the people that were in the room, you know, my mother, my grandmother, they weren't a bit phased by it. And they weren't telling me, you know, to be quiet or it's only your imagination or it's an imaginary friend or anything. So they were, um, they knew what I was talking about. Okay. Now I wouldn't say they encouraged it because I never tell anybody to encourage their kids to talk about it. I say, don't discourage them. Don't tell them to, you know, be quiet or they're imagining it when they do talk about it. But, you know, if you're going to encourage a child to do something, they're going to do it because they want to be good. Um, So they let me do it in my own time as I, um, as I kind of saw different people and felt different things, I used to always say it. So um, they were able to help me with that. And I understand that not everybody has that growing up. And, you know, I was just saying over on my TikTok there that, you know, I grew up in Thurles in Tipperary. And when I was growing up, it's not there anymore. It's actually um, a teacher training college now, but there used to be a college there and it was where they trained all the priests So every single morning I would be walking to my convent school and there would be hundreds of priests, student priests, processing across the street from the college to the cathedral. Okay, Um, and it was very well, Ireland was a very Catholic island, wasn't it? You know, at that point, and you wouldn't really say to somebody, you know, I see dead people, you know, it just wasn't done. So you didn't say it out and about. Now, my great grandmother she used to do readings for people okay she um my poor great grandmother she used to they had no phone or anything she had a little cottage in a place called dundrum in county tipperary and um people used to come she used to open her house on a thursday and a friday for people for readings and people used to queue outside her cottage from six o'clock in the morning and literally like there just used to be a long queue because my mother uh, told me that she used to go and stay with her nan every summer and she said every thursday and friday there'd be people queued up they'd wake up in the morning and open the curtains and there'd be people queued outside so she used to read palms and she used to give um spirit and um spirit readings as well so um yeah so i suppose i am lucky in the fact that it came down through the family But I do know and from teaching mediumship over this last couple of years and, you know, just my experience with people, it's actually not that special. I'm I'm not any different to anybody else. I've just learned to use my ability. 
So mediumship is akin to singing, really. Okay. I mean, let's face it. We all can sing. You definitely do not want to hear me sing. Okay. I'm not a good singer. However, if I decided to, I could go and take singing lessons and I could improve my singing ability. Okay. Think of mediumship in the same way, like a skill. Exactly. It is a skill that can be learned. Okay. Now, um, I suppose I'd call it an ability because the ability to, to connect is within us all. So to say that it's a skill would be akin to say, you know, that it's, um, it's like carpentry where you have to learn it from the start. Nobody has to learn it from the start because every single one of us are getting signs from spirit every single day, but we just don't know how to recognize them. Okay, so it's learning how to recognize them, learning how spirit come through, what kind of messages they can give us, what kind of information they can give us. You know, how can they tell us different things? How can we recognize the signs? So this is the type of thing that I would teach when I'm teaching mediumship. And this is the kind of thing that um, people, you know, they, they, they need to learn, need to practice. Okay. So for example, Teresa here is saying that she was told she was very psychic by a medium one time. Okay. So, um, and you know, I suppose I should start at the beginning and ask people, do they know the difference between a psychic and a medium? Because they're very different things and there are confusing things out there. Like I love Sally Morgan. Does anybody know Sally Morgan or has anybody heard of Sally Morgan? She calls herself Psychic Sally and she'd be on the telly. I love Psychic Sally. I love her to bits and pieces. And even when my niece was over in Australia um, and it was her birthday and Sally was on in her city, uh, she was on in Perth and I bought her tickets to go and see Psychic Sally in Perth in Australia. Um, I love Sally so much and I saw her in Dublin. Um, a couple of times, actually, I went to see her in Dublin and I just love her. I love her, the way that she is with people. I love her demeanor. I love how she brings the messages across to people. I just can't speak highly enough about her, but she's now she may be psychic, but what she does when she's on stage isn't psychic. It's mediumship. Okay. So here's the difference. A psychic is someone who reads the energy of the living and a medium is someone who reads the energy of the dead. Okay. So a psychic would read you. Okay. A psychic reads the living. A psychic would read you what's going on in life, what's coming up in the future. Okay. Everything they're reading the energy around you. They're telling you what's on your path. Okay. Coming up. The medium just talks to dead people. Okay. I say just, and I use that in, in, um, I don't know, I suppose maybe a cheeky way, but I say just because I say someone who's just, who is only a medium. Cause when you say just, it makes it sound so small, but it's such a huge thing. Okay. When someone's only a medium, that means they only connect with people in spirit. Okay. So, um, they don't necessarily do the psychic work when you go to see them. Okay. And then the psychics would read you, but not necessarily connect to spirit. They'd be more connected with your spirit guides and reading your energy. And then the psychic mediums do both. Okay. So, um, they, they are very different things. So I would just say to people, you know, cause 
you know, Psychic Sally, I suppose she probably uses that name because Psychic Sally goes together. It sounds catchy. Medium Sally doesn't sound as catchy. Okay, but I do believe that Sally is psychic also, but I know it's not what she does on stage. So Tan is saying, I know what you mean. It is something that people can learn. Just need to tune into spirit. Yes, my mum is a spiritualist medium as well. It's just always something that's been around me. I do give messages to people as well. Boom, that's exactly it, Martina. Okay. And do continue to use it. And I know because um, I'm probably older than you, maybe just by two or three years. But when I was younger, as I was saying, you know, people in, um, I can't speak for all of Ireland, but I know people in Thurless weren't necessarily as open to mediumship. So when I was, you know, around people and maybe at work and stuff like that, you know, I had a cup of tea thrown on me at work once because I started to talk to somebody about a spirit that I felt around them. So when you watch people, I also love Teresa Caputo. I don't know if anybody here has heard of Teresa Caputo. She's an American medium. She's called the Long Island medium. And I love her. Okay. I love watching her shows. And you know, when she's walking around and she could be in the supermarket or getting her dog groomed or whatever, and she's reading people. Okay. You can't do that in Ireland because people aren't as open to it. They're not ready for someone to just walk up to them in street in the street and say, um, you know, I feel so and so around you. And I've done it several times. Like I was getting my hair done in hairdressers a few years ago. And um, I started to talk to the hairdresser and I said, do you know this man? And he says he's this person and he's this and he's this and he's this. And she was just like, and I could see in the mirror, her mouth was just like wide open. And she said to me, um, I know exactly who you're talking about, but he's not dead. And I said, well, that's really strange because he's here and he's talking to me, you know. And um, she said, but he was taken to hospital last night. So I'm not really sure he was an elderly man. And uh, I think he'd fallen off his bicycle or something. I can't remember now. It's a few years ago. But um, she actually rang me because he did pass away that evening. So when I was connecting with him, he was kind of in a between state. Okay. He um, was neither dead nor alive, if that makes sense. He was kind of on the cusp of the two worlds, but I connected with him. Another time I was in actually, um, it was maybe two or three years ago, I was doing up my living room and I was buying some um, granite for around the fireplace. And um, I started to talk to a lady in the showroom and I was asking her about the man that was around her and all this. Well, it only turned out that it was her husband who had passed away quite young. Okay. So, um, and I wouldn't say necessarily that she was, you know, not willing to take it, but it was a huge surprise. And she kind of said, you know, okay, I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> okay. Because it just kind of took her by surprise. So, you know, I have in different times maybe tried some things, not intentionally. I never wanted to be Teresa Caputo. I think she's amazing and I don't think anybody could be Teresa Caputo. But um, I do love to watch her show. But my point is that people in Ireland aren't necessarily open to receiving mediumship like that. Okay. Um Oh, I'm 51 a month from Limerick. Oh, sorry, Tarna, you're you're actually older than I am. I feel good now. <laughs> no, I haven't hit, hit the big 50 yet. I'm 47. If hearing things like hearing someone say hello, but no one is there, is that a sign of mediumship? Well, obviously, I'm not sure what your name is. Um, there's a, It's just a random username. But um, I obviously, I don't experience everything that people experience. Okay. But... If you hear someone, I would say more so now, I'm not saying that what you received isn't 
um, isn't mediumship. Okay. Um, it could absolutely be clear audience. Okay. But I can't say that to you because I didn't experience it. So I would say to you, go back, I think episode two or three, I went through all the different modalities, the clear audience, clear sentience, clear gussians, clairvoyance, and what they mean. Okay. So clear audience in short, um, clear means clear audience means hearing. So a clear audience is someone who hears spirit. Okay. And so when I think that I'm hearing a spirit, I will ask them to call my name. Okay. And then I will know. Now, when I ask them to call my name, I don't always say out loud, call my name because spirits don't have to hear you say it out loud because they know what's going on in your head. They can mind read a little bit. Okay. So, um, it's like I was saying to somebody the other day, you know, towards, you know, we had an Indian summer here in Ireland and it was beautiful and, um, right up nearly until October, even into the first weeks of October. And I had the windows open here in my office uh, one day and, um, a butterfly flew in and landed on the wall opposite me. So um, it was coming up to a loved one's birthday and we'd been talking about him earlier that day. And I said, well, you know, Kevin, I said, if that's you, I said, and I said this in my head, I said, if that's you, I said, come and sit on the wall here behind me. And at that second, the butterfly flew from the wall, came up over to me, flew once around my head and then landed on the wall right behind my head. Okay. So I knew then that this was a sign from him, you know, that he's around. Um, I suppose coming up to his birthday, maybe I'm supposed to bring him flowers or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> but um, so my point to you is that if you had felt that there was somebody around, if you have felt that maybe there was, um, you know, somebody around, maybe it was coming up to a special date. Maybe you'd been talking about someone or thinking a lot about someone. And then you heard someone saying hello to you. Well, then I would say definitely that's mediumship. But you can um, increase what you're getting from them by asking them more. So when you hear the hello and there's nobody there, then you would you would think in your head, okay, well, you know, if that's someone trying to connect with me from the spirit world, say my name. OK, because unlike me here reading your username, K-D-Z-A-R-X-X-N, um, you know, I don't know your name, so I can't read your mind. OK, so but spirit can. OK, Carrie saying, yeah, especially for her accent. You know, I love that New York accent. I love the cheeky way she comes across. I just love her. And I think she's got the cutest little pixie face. I'd say she's tiny. Now, I never got to see her live. I would love, hopefully someday, we'll be able to travel freely and go to things again. And I would definitely go to her show. People in Ireland would eat you if you did that. Maggie, thank you. And they do, you know. Um, and as I said, um, somebody in a workplace threw a cup of tea over me at work because I think it was the shock, um, you know, that she wasn't expecting it. But um, I suppose I should just keep my mouth shut. And that's kind of what I started doing. So it's funny, like, um, I don't travel around so much anymore, but I used to travel a lot, you know, all around Ireland and Canada and the States and the Netherlands and all. And um, so when I'd be checking into hotel, and I'd always have, um, you know, um, a room booked to do a show in or to do readings in whatever. So, you know, they'd always go to me, oh, do you see anybody around me? Is there anybody with me and stuff? And so I learned not, you know, even if I did feel somebody around people because of the way the Irish people have always reacted, I've learned not to come out and see it, you know. So I suppose it did curtail my mediumship a bit. 
And I still, I make no secret of the fact that I do struggle with PTSD um, still. So I get very intimidated by people. Okay. So um, like recently I was doing a reading for somebody uh, or trying to, I should say. And the first two people that came through in this reading, the person just said to me, I don't want to talk to them. Don't want to talk to them. And even though I did get the person that she wanted to connect with through, um, by that stage, my confidence was gone and I couldn't talk to him because I kind of got nervous. Does that make sense to people? I know it sounds like I'm a bit of a flake, but if I get overly intimidated by people, then I can't work. And I think that's why online readings um, work better for me. Okay. And it's not that I don't like people. It's not that at all. And people are genuinely eager and looking to, you know, connect to particular people. And I know this girl didn't mean anything by it. It wasn't necessarily that she didn't want to talk to these people, but there was one person in particular that she had on her mind. So therefore, um, she didn't want the other people taking up her time and energy. But for me, when she said no, it just closed down my energy. So I shut down. So that's because of the way people treated me when I was growing up. People, you know, not my family, but, um, you know, other people, if I said that I saw somebody or that somebody was there or that somebody told me to give them this message, they'd all say, you know, your child, you know, has mental illness or your child is schizophrenic or your child has imaginary friends. You know, they, they, they'd all be on like this. So I learned to shut my mouth. Um, so, you know, I would have loved maybe if I'd grown up in an environment like, you know, um, New York, where people were much more open. And I do find, you know, when I travel over there and do readings, people are much more open for it. But um, I don't know when I ever be able to travel again, but we'll have to wait and see. But I would love to get back over to the States. I have a lot of shopping that I need to do apart from anything else. Uh, hey, Patricia. Hey, Helen. How are things? I would love if someone came up to me and told me something like that. People in Ireland aren't very open to spirituality. Yeah, I do agree. Now, that said, over the last 10 years, there has been a huge shift. OK, and people are getting closer. And I do believe and someone was asking me there on TikTok and uh, long before I came on here. Um, do I believe in, you know, um, now she referred to it as the 5D um, or the, the, the new consciousness. So I do believe that people's awareness is, you know, becoming more open. And I don't know if anybody here has ever heard of Dolores Cannon. Okay, so she passed away a few years ago, but she was a spiritualist. And she used to talk about how the earth was preparing for the next level of spirituality. But unfortunately, her teachings said that there isn't enough energy, that this earth that we're living on is no longer available for the level of vibration that would be needed to bring us to the next level. And she used to talk about, you know, some of us maybe going and getting a new planet ready and stuff like that. So I definitely feel that there are people among us. I don't feel I'm one of them, but I definitely feel there are people um, among us who are here to help us raise that level of spirituality, to help us to connect with our spirituality um, in a deeper way. OK, and, you know, I don't want to get into politics or anything different, but, you know, everybody that you see in life that you feel is doing something wrong. Um, I think that our belief that they are somehow doing themselves a disservice um, for the spiritual life that they will have to face afterwards. And it's nothing to do with Catholicism at all or any kind of religion. It really is just about 
believing in life after life, okay? Believing that there's more after this life. And I really, I have just a fundamental belief, not even for the religious upbringing that I had, just in spirituality, that, you know, there will be more after this life and that, you know, um, the way we're treating people in this life, that we will have to atone for that in the next life. So people need to be more aware of their spirituality. We need to be more aware of the things that we need to work on. And it's a big part of numerology. So for any of you, if you've ever looked at my website, um, when I'm doing a psychic reading, I, I incorporate numerology into that reading. OK, so I'm just open my drinks bottle again because there's a lot of talking here and I just I'm so thirsty. Bear with me, guys. OK, so um, what was I saying? I can't even remember now where I was, <laughs> but um, I was talking about people in Ireland and spirituality. Um. So somebody tell me what I was talking about before I, I started to take a drink because I was apologizing then. Du, du, du. My God, I didn't realize they were so... Many. Numerology, thank you, Carrie. Yes. So um, numerology. Um, there's a thing in numerology that I do. Now, when I incorporate numerology into my psychic readings, I only use it for forecasting, okay? So um, if you were to have a, a psychic reading with me, you would get three years... Um, three years numerology so it's a forecast a month by month forecast of what's coming up for each month for the coming three years okay and also a synopsis of what's coming up year by year for five years okay so it gives you a good outlook as to where you're going going forward okay so part of numerology uh well numerology the full chart that could be 80 or 100 pages long, okay, depending on, you know, your name and stuff. So numerology goes back 2,000 years, guys. It's the oldest way um, that people used to foretell the future. And you might le learn or you might remember, I beg your pardon, learning about a guy called Pythagoras at school. I know um, we did his maths, Pythagoras' theorem and all that kind of stuff. Um, but he uh, invented numerology, okay. And so he was the first one that invented numerology. So a full numerology chart or report could be 80 to 100 pages. And there's an awful lot of information there that I feel in this day and age confuses people. OK, people aren't going to sit down and read um, 80 pages. OK, so um, I use it just for the forecast. But there is a part of it that I do and I give to people when I get the forecast, give the forecast. It's called karmic lessons. OK, now we're all familiar with karma. And what immediately springs to people's minds when I mention karmic lessons, they mistake it for karmic debt. OK, so first of all, um, karmic lessons and karmic debt, these are entrenched in the idea, as Pythagoras would have had a deep belief in, and so do I, we both believe in reincarnation. OK, so that um obviously brings out the whole fact that we believe in life after death and we believe in a second chance okay and it's our choice whether we take that second chance in the spirit world or we choose to come back to earth and all of us are here because we chose to come back okay so karmic debt would be say for example if you had murdered somebody in a previous life okay so people like hitler ted bundy you know whoever you can think of um you know, uh, any kind of murderers or, you know, dictators or anything like that, you know, anybody who's treated somebody badly carries a lot of karmic debt. 
And this needs to be atoned for in the spirit world. Okay, so you need to make it right. Um, so whether they choose in, so say, for example, if we take Hitler, for example, right? So when Hitler goes to the spirit world, and I probably spoke about this before, so I apologize if I'm boring anybody, but when somebody like Hitler passes away and he, he leaves his physical body and returns to the spirit world, he is a pure soul again. Okay. And I've talked about, um, this in the past that um you know we don't take the physical ailments with us and definitely um what the likes of hitler and ted bundy and them would have is a physical defect in their brain okay but when they return to the spirit world my belief is that they return as pure spirits again but they would have an epiphany at that point and they would think oh my god did i really do that okay so they would ha then, you know, we all go through this. Some people call it the hall of healing. Some people call it the welcoming hall or, you know, there's lots of different places, but basically it is kind of the first place, um, like an airport, I suppose that you arrive at when you get to the spirit world where you're greeted by your loved ones and your spirit guides and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we have to take time out early on to go through what we've been through in life, what we've done, what we didn't do, what we could have done better, what we should have done better, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So we would have to go through all of that. And when he goes through it, of course, um, you know, he will obviously have to go through what he did to people in concentration camps, you know, as he, he made his way through Europe, killing people, taking over cities and stuff like that. And he will get the choice. Do you want to be reincarnated and come back to earth? Or do you want to stay in the spirit world and atone there for everything that you've done in, you know, the, the earthly world? So if he, for example, chose to come back, okay, it's possible. I'm not going to say for sure because I don't make these decisions, but it's possible that, that when he's reincarnated, for example, he could have been reincarnated as a citizen of Yugoslavia or Serbia, you know, well, Serbia is part of the old um, FYR Yugoslavia, but um, he, you know, he would most likely have been maybe a victim of war um, in some country. Okay. Um, or he could stay in the spirit world, choose not to come back to this earth and in the spirit world, help people that have been killed by war or suffered, you know, through war. And he would help them to acclimatize, to settle in the new, um, in their new world, in the spirit world. And, you know, so in some way that he would help those people, but he would definitely have to work hard to atone for everything that he did when he was here. Okay. So this is the spirituality that people have forgotten about that. What we're doing here is just like a dress rehearsal. Okay. And we do have to build ourselves up. Now I'm not perfect. And don't think that just because I'm saying this means that I'm perfect and that I live my life perfectly. That's not the case because I'm only human. And, and you know, we all are, I haven't killed anybody yet, but I've been quite close to it. I'm sure several times throughout my life. So please don't think I'm pontificating. I'm just telling you my understanding of, um, where I'm coming from. Um, so yeah, so part of what I do when I'm doing the numerology is what I call karmic lessons. Okay. Hey, Megan, thanks for joining us. Um, it's what I call karmic lessons. Okay. So a karmic lesson is something that you have to achieve in this lifetime 
in order to um, prepare yourself spiritually for the next life. Okay, so a couple of things on that. It doesn't mean that when you have achieved everything that you die. Okay, and um, it's normally just a few things. I've, I've yet to see anybody with more than four karmic lessons that need to be attended to in this lifetime okay so it's never a big list of things although there is a list of maybe about 20 things but generally i've never seen anybody with anything more than four um so there are little things that we need to look out for in our lives so some people get you know to be maybe more em empathic towards people you know have a bit more um sympathy for what other people are going through and a bit more understanding for people's struggles you know um there's even one in there that says that you need to be better with money you know um so there's there's a lot of different things that are in there so there are things that we need to fix within our personalities if you like um that will prepare us for returning to the spirit world okay so when we get these things right in our lives it's and i'm not saying that will be mother Teresa, okay um it's not going to that extent it's little things that you can look at in your everyday life okay but it will help you prepare uh for when you arrive in the spirit world okay so you will have some of the work done already okay so i hope that makes sense so it's part of what i do in the numerology okay um and i give people that um when they get the psychic reading and you know even having that um long um you know the, the forecast of you know what to look forward to over the coming three years it really does help people um you know people come back to me the people have been coming back to me because i've you know i changed the reading a couple of years ago and i've been doing it a lot and your people have come back to me and said how helpful it's been over the years so um you know for me it's always good to get that kind of feedback because you want to feel that you're doing stuff that help people now somebody came back here um so carrie said if you were an abuser you'd come back as a victim of abuse and that's certainly one possibility okay um that you could be a victim of abuse you could be a social worker dealing with people who have been affected by abuse so that you see the full range of um side effects i suppose if you want to call them that and i'm not belittling what anybody's gone through but would you call them side effects or the result of the harm that you've inflicted okay so I see somebody commented that their heart is breaking at the moment with depression and it's nice to be reminded of what is around us. And I love that comment because, you know, um, I, as I said, I was diagnosed with PTSD and I have my days still. It took me a long time to come around from that and a long time to kind of get back on my feet and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I still have my days where I don't want to get out of bed and I don't want to engage and I don't want to do things. So I know exactly um, how you feel. OK, and I really do think that, you know, um, for people who've been listening in, they know that I, I get sick a lot. I get chest infections, throat infections, ear infections. And my own feeling is that a lot of this can come from stress and anxiety as well, you know. Um, so I know exactly how you're feeling and I'm glad you shared it with us. And I'm glad that this is a space where you felt that you could share it with us. So, you know, um, I really feel chuffed that you're here with us and thank you so much. Um, Emily says she's severe anxiety attacks when I have to go and see my mother. Okay. So there's obviously some healing that needs to be done there, Emily. And I know Emily's, um, a regular person, um, 
here you're a regular attender here on the podcast and i really appreciate that emily um so there's obviously something you know some history there between you and your mother something within your relationship that brings out that level of fear because let's face it anxiety comes from fear doesn't it okay um so there must be something there so if you're not aware of what it is emily i can't recommend enough hypnotherapy um i take counseling because i'm not a um you know, I'm not. Necessary. Hello. Hello. Somebody's come out here. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Well, how can I help you? I was just going to ask you a quite a simple question. I'm from the UK, England, and I hope you're doing Birmingham very well. Kind of area, are you? I'm from Birmingham, yes. <laughs> I know the accent. I lived in London. Oh, I know the accent. <laughs> well, lovely to meet you. And you I'm, I've got my own following on here, uh, like, so... Like, I just want to ask you something that, like, with the afterlife, like, my dad always speaks about it, and, like, you know, and, well, well, like, do you believe in, yeah, yeah, you've got to be open-minded, haven't you? You Absolutely. You know, and, like, me, I've always said I'd dip my toes into every, like, conspiracy theory, or, you know, when you get conspiracy theoryologists and, whatnot like in all different aspects sure but you kind of you i take it on board but i will i will not mock them you know what i mean yeah no i totally get it and i hate the term conspiracy theorist to me no, but that no but so, no there's certain things because some people come out like they have ideas some people like you know when they go away from kind of facts and go into fiction a little bit you know they go a little bit extra i get what you're saying but and i'm Mm. I'm going to say it here because and i think you know the words you know the term conspiracy theorists have been bandied around so much over the last couple of years so i think it's important to say that you know people believe different things and they have their reasons for believing it so i would Mm. never rubbish it like never call it a conspiracy theory we all have our personal beliefs and i would never take that away um, no, Opin- and- like, like I say, opinions are like arseholes. Everyone's got one. <laughs> what was your point? But my point was, is that do you do you um do you really believe to be seriously honest with you, mm-hmm. like my dad does, that when you die, uh-huh. you really believe that you get reincarnated or something after that? I do. Yeah, it's a big belief of mine. Hundred percent, yeah. I hope so. I'll tell yeah. you that. Now, as I was saying, I don't know how you just joined, but I have just um, joined. Sorry about that. No, That's why I'm, but I'm a little bit sorry about. You're that. all right. We were just um, talking about reincarnation, and it's my mm. belief that we get a choice. Okay, so obviously it depends on how you've lived your life, how many times you've been here. You know, some people are ready to stay there, stay there. Some people um, need to atone for what they've done in this life. So we were talking about Hitler and um, yeah, you know, and, you know, how he would have reacted when he returned to the spirit world and how he would have realized that he did so much wrong and how he would have to atone for those things. But he would still get a choice the same as any of us. Does he want to return to Earth and make up for what he did? So maybe he comes back as some kind of humanitarian or maybe a victim of war or something like this. Or does he want to stay in the spirit world and atone 
for what he's done, okay? So he could help people, you know, maybe displaced by war, killed by war, suffered, you know, um, through war, stuff like that. So maybe he will help those people when they return to the spirit world to deal with what they've been through. So I do believe that we have a choice. I, I, I think Earth at the moment is the only place where we don't have a choice. When you return to heaven, you will have a choice, okay? So um, if you choose to return to Earth, then it's reincarnation. Um, obviously, if you were if you choose to stay in the spirit world, then you work hard over there to achieve your next level of spirituality. Okay. To be honest, I think that most of us will be in that spirit world for a little bit of a while, due to the circumstances in life. Mm. So I don't, I'm not sure any the decisions that you make because well, it depends on age, you know. It depends on kind of things are. It depends on what you've done in this life, okay? And yeah, you do read stories, and there's a lot of them on uh, YouTube, and I watch them, and I love, you know, hearing them because, you know, I suppose maybe I'm naive in that. I just think, why would people lie about these things? But, um, like, for example, there's one girl, um, and she says that she is Anne Frank reincarnated, okay? And when her mother took her, to um Anne Frank's house, you know, where she was hidden for all those years. Yeah, um, I remember Anne Frank. Oh yeah. my god. And she was she was able to tell even the curator there in the museum about things that should be in the room that were now disappeared and even down to some of the posters that Anne Frank had on the walls. And they'd actually been taken away when she was there. They'd been taken away to be restored because, you know, people had pulled at them and that over the years. So um, they were gone to another museum to be fixed up, to be brought back. But she was able to tell in such detail, even about things that weren't on display, you know, that people were saying that there really is something to this girl she was only a young girl when uh, she went there for the first time so some of the information that um there's a lovely one um i'd have to find the link and put it on my facebook page for you guys um about well, a little just boy. followed you Sadie. i have just followed you because Thank you. Uh, i appreciate that no i see that you're quite new but you've got a hell of a yeah. lot of listeners um what app do you use in order to bring your listeners in woman so they're on Podbean. <laughs> so I, well, um, I suppose I advertise on my Facebook page and on my TikTok. Okay. So I think that's where everybody has come from. Uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a Podbean like, advocate. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yeah, everyone and, knows um, me. And tell everybody here, what's your show called? Do you have a show on Podbean? It's Caps, yeah, it's Caps. It's, it's just oh, Caps. And it show. says, it's like, let's go. And we talk about all numerous amount of things like UK is going to be in lockdown by Friday, this Friday. I don't I want to go too to deep Boris. into yeah, anything that Boris. nobody wants to talk about. I watched it too. And, you know, he's a bumbling fucking, uh, sorry to swear, he's a no, bumbling idiot. He's a bumbling idiot. And uh, I might join in your show and talk about that in more detail because I have a lot of Yeah, and I don't want to go there. But, yeah, yeah it's like all I want to do is make sure my children, my four children are okay and yeah. I'm still earning a coin and making sure that uh, Christmas That's goes That's the well, best that any of us know? can hope for. And I really yeah. feel, and I was actually saying this to my husband today, I, I really feel like we're living our purgatory at the moment. Yeah, we're I really mean, on it. Even if you have the jabs or not, it don't matter, does it? It doesn't it matter really to don't. me. Um, it as long matter. as you've made... As long as you've made your own choice. My mum and dad have had, uh, I'm not, no anti-vax, I'm nothing like that. I, I'll genuinely, like, if you've had the jabs, if you're not, I don't care. 
But what's happening now is that it, it, it's scary. And I hope to God all I can say is that, yeah. you know, it smooths out, I suppose. Yeah. That's all we and can that's look the best for. Because we all want to live a peaceful life, don't we, guys? That's the mm-hmm. best that we want to do and yeah. to build ourselves up for the next level of spirituality. Definitely. Well, this is it because you know what? Yeah. You know what? We are, we are the people, man, you know. We definitely are. We are. Um, so I'm just positive to... vibes always. Yes, absolutely. Um, Maggie's just you're lovely, me. by the way. I'm going to leave you alone. Okay, thank you, you so much for contributing. Honestly, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for accepting my call. To be honest with you, not at all. You don't know me from welcome. Adam, but you're a lovely person. I've followed you, thank you, and hopefully, I can have a chat with you one other day. And absolutely. everyone in the room, I hope you have a beautiful Christmas. Seriously, and a happy new year because my birthday is on New Year's Eve, the first ah. of December. I'm a Capricorn, defender of the rungs. I hope you're yeah. all beautiful and good, and you relax and don't take nothing too seriously in this life because you know we, what? We'll try we're not all, to. We're all counting down. <laughs> I no, love you all. True. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. I'll Bye. See you soon. Bye. And guys, just so you know, I am open to people if, um, if you're on the 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 app you can um just send a request to come in and i'll have you on because i want this to be about a conversation and it gets boring when i'm just reading out the comments and you know that gentleman was such a nice gentleman um and you know even though i don't want to get into and i don't and i don't want to um oh that's okay maggie i don't want to get too deep into that um particular conversation because we all have our own opinions on it and I'm fine with that. And I'm fine with whatever people decide. But my whole thing is about choice. And that's why I, um, when I'm talking about reincarnation, I talk about the choice that we have. You know, how deep, how, you know, how much do you want to atone for the things that you've done? And I think, you know, it's probably a quicker way from what I understand to come back to this earth, um, kind of fall on your sword, if you like. Um, than to do it in the spirit world but obviously the spirit world is um, a lot safer for us um, because we're always scared of the things that we'd have to kind of put up with really um, in this life and this life can be really really cruel so guys we've 10 minutes left does anybody want to ask me a question and I loved the way Maggie put it Maggie said we're living on the edge at the minute we can't plan anything or look forward to anything and I do feel like um, I can't remember a doozer actually is what I said here the other day my kids used to watch this program when um, they were small like a cartoon type thing on telly and there was these little workers that used to do the engine of the bus these little characters used to drive around in and they were called the doozers and I said I really feel like I'm a doozer all I'm doing at the moment is working and paying tax I can't go on holidays I can't go to a restaurant I can't go to a pub and I said that's why I feel like I'm really physically living out my purgatory on earth do I do private readings? I absolutely do. Um, yeah. So just go to my website. You'll find all the information on there. Um, Michael Newton's Journey of Souls. Never heard of it, but I'm writing it down before I lose all the comments. So Michael Newton, Journey of Souls, guys. It's been recommended there by Carrie. Journey of Souls. I have a list of book that, books that I'm trying to read. And now one that I got this week that was recommended to me. Thank you, Caps. One that I got this week, I bought it from Amazon, but it was recommended to me. I can't show it to you, obviously, on here, but it's called The Having. 
Okay, and it's the secret art of feeling and growing rich. Now, I'm not sure I'll ever be um, I'll ever be rich. However, what this book really is about is the law of attraction. Okay, and it's about how gratitude can increase what you draw to yourself in life. So I'm looking forward to reading this. I'm in the middle of reading Napoleon's Hill book, Napoleon Hill's book again, because that's one of my favorites. Okay. Um, what's my thoughts on the law of attraction? Megan, I'll come back to that in one second. Carrie's just joined us. Hey, Carrie, how are you? Hi, Sandy. How are you? Not a bother. Tell us where you are. I'm in Waterford, delivering ah. the book in the wind and the rain last night. Are you blown asunder, are you? It wasn't as bad, but like it was bad enough. Quite a few trees down and Christmas decorations blown all over the place. Oh, home. no, after putting them all up. <laughs> well, not mine, but in customers' houses everywhere. You know, I, I was oh. backing down. Listen, oh, I just God. wanted to come on quickly just to talk sure. about like, um, Michael Newton's journey of yes, soul. Tell us. Read it. Um, it's a similar in veins of what you were talking about tonight. Um, you're talking about, you know, going back in different lives and stuff and, and having to pay recompensence for your next, you know, for what you've done in one life for the next life. Absolutely. Michael Michael Newton, Journey of Souls, I came across him by accident. Um, um, he was, Seemingly, he got into past life regression. I know you had um, Paul on talking Paul. about that um, two weeks ago. Um, but he went back further um, doing, doing that and he came across like a life between lives as what he calls it. So like oh. every, every soul, there's a soul world for want of a better term. I'm probably not explaining this right at all at all. No, but, no, I think like, I mean, I don't know if everybody here is kind of Christian and understands what I mean when I say purgatory, but is it kind of like what we as Christians were taught is purgatory? Is that kind I, of I don't think so because purgatory no. is, purgatory is like is an atonement. This isn't yes. so much as an atonement oh. as a base Oh, you know, a base, base home. So, like, you have, you're there in this, this world between worlds. This, you know, where souls go between their lives, um, yes. and then you can, you, everybody, you know, you've you've heard of your soulmate, but yes. according to this, you have like a, a whole group of soulmates. So you carry them on in the next life, and the next life, and the next life. But yes. you choose what your next life is, and what your next life is. Oh, like what you were saying as well is like if you were if you had to atone or yeah, if you were yeah. the, the other end of the spectrum, we're talking about Hitler. So then you'd be, you know, yes, you're at one end of the spectrum. So your next life, you'd be at the opposite end of the spectrum. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yes, yes. So I'm definitely going to get that book because that's just right up my street now. It really is. Now, for anybody that don't read that's listening, he actually does read his books on YouTube. Um, oh, Yes, yeah. So if you want to plug in your earphones and you were doing doing the hoovering, you can yeah. you know stick them on He's and listen to, him, listen to him on YouTube. I think I was just like I was hoping you had read him, and I was like no, would like to know what your take on them. is. But yeah. it's uh, he just found this like world between worlds, like you know between lives, not yes. between lives. So that's all I want to say. Anyway. And thank you so much for sharing that because I know I'm going to be going on to Amazon straight after here and ordering it for myself. Now, I do have a whole shelf of books that um, I need to get through. And um, Carrie, you're welcome to stay on. Um, you don't have to pop off, but you're welcome to stay on if, if you're going to stay connected anyway. Um, but somebody mentioned Lorna Byrne, okay? And I met Lorna. I went attended one of her shows and I met her after her show and we had a conversation. And she's just one of the most calming energies I think I've ever come across in my life. Have you heard of her, Carrie? 
I haven't, no. So she's no, down, no just... relation to me now, unfortunately. But um, she actually lives in Kilkenny, which isn't too far from where I live. And she um, communicates with angels. Okay. And so she talks a lot about the angels and what messages they have for us and, you know, how, you know, how they can help us and all this kind of stuff. So I do have both of her books. I bought them as well when they were recommended to me. I think I bought one, I think one of them is signed that I may have bought it at the show. And um, I have another one then that I bought. Now they're on my reading list for a long time. I haven't got around to them yet, but um I definitely, someone's saying that she is a really lovely person here as well, um, that she's fascinating and she's amazing live. And, you know, um, I didn't get a chance because I was working, but she actually did do a live show online. So she did a show from Belfast there um, not too long ago where obviously in Belfast up to recently, they didn't have to wear masks to those kind of events and there wasn't those restrictions. So she did a show in Belfast, but you could buy a ticket and watch it online also. Um, so I didn't get to see that one because I had another event scheduled myself for the same night. But if you can hear her speak, please do because uh, she's fascinating. And just hearing about the angels and the way they work is so fascinating. And um, what I was going to say, you know, even I saw her actually in Limerick and we were in Thomond Park, the rugby ground, and we were up in one of the rooms at the top and there's a huge window that overlooks the pitch. And just while she was talking and she just looked out the window and she said, you know, even when I'm sitting here, she said, I can see angels falling from heaven outside. And I just thought, oh, my God, that's amazing, you know. Um, and, you know, sure, we don't ever think that what we do is amazing. I know that I never think that what I do is amazing because one of the the people that was with her, when I met her, I was talking to Lorna after the show and I was talking to her and she was talking about having seen angels and all this. And I, I just turned and I said to the other woman, but I could see a man standing beside you on the stage, you know, and I could see this guy. And um, it was actually the woman's son who had passed away. And she actually mentioned um, me in a piece she wrote for a newspaper because she's a journalist. And she mentioned um, me. She had a reading with me afterwards and we connected with her son. And um, yeah, she recommended me in the newspaper. And that really kind of got people, you know, tuned into me. So um, anything like that is amazing. But my point was that whenever we do anything in this life, I don't know about other people. I never think that anything that I do is amazing. But when somebody else does it, I think it's absolutely brilliant. I don't know. I think, I don't know, is it just me? Um, Jazz is saying, yes, she's met her Lorna too, and she's so calming to be around. You know, even if you're rushing or you're under pressure for something, you just kind of, you know, when you're in her presence, you just feel more grounded. I don't know what it is about her. Okay, so I know people are asking, um, Angels in My Hair and Love from Heaven. That must be the second book that I have. Um, but like so many other books have kind of come in front of it. I just think I'd love two months off to just sit and read, you know. Now, somebody asked about the law of attraction. And what I think, because it's 11 p.m., I am going to schedule the law of attraction for next week's show. Who would like to talk about the law of attraction next week? Not necessarily spirituality, but something that I've done a lot of work. And at the moment... I am doing a program under um, a guy called Bob Proctor. So I can tell you a lot about that next week. Yes, definitely. Okay. Because I did a workshop 
just a couple of weeks ago i did it on a sunday afternoon sunday evening depending on what time zone you're in and um had an awful lot of people actually and we were preparing for 2022 and we were doing some exercises to um bring in um lots of positivity into our lives for um 2022 so i can definitely talk um next week about the law of attraction so that's what we will do next week the law of attraction and i'm also going to talk about gratitude um, as part of that as well okay so just before i finish up let's give out the name from carrie if i can oh, i've written it down sure so it's michael newton n-e-w-t-o-n and his book is called journey of souls um and don't buy out all of amazon before i get online guys <laughs> okay um because i am going to go on and order it for myself and i definitely now one that i always recommend i will type it here into the comments is um seven steps to eternity by a guy called stephen turoff so let me type it seven steps to eternity by stephen with a ph turoff t-u-r-o-f-f -F, okay um and i yeah you can get it from either amazon or the book depository and i just actually happen to have a copy of it here in front of me i bought several of them to give as um gifts to the people that did my mediumship program recently so um this book won't be the best written book that you've ever read okay so for any of you out there that are grammar nazis please don't take offense by something in this not being uh, properly written or whatever because he just wrote this book himself and put it out there so it is the story of a soldier that was killed during the battle of the psalm and he um he came and he connected with stephen and told him his story about what happened to him after he transitioned from the earth life to the spirit life and of course it's a tiny bit different in that it was during a time of war so there were many uh, people transitioning at the same time okay but it does talk a lot about how we perceive things when we cross to the spirit world how what we see initially isn't too different from the life that we know here because if you were to enter somewhere that would be completely different um obviously you would go you know you would go into shock um to see everything so different and if we were to see everything at that spiritual level so they do give us time to acclimatize so it's all in that book which isn't expensive it's about 9.99 okay so there's another book recommendation and i will have a few more for you next week when we're talking about the law of attraction so guys for now for this week i am going to love you and leave you and thank you all so much for joining and for carrie and kaz who joined in um, as speakers and I want to encourage that more. So thank you so much, Carrie. I see you're still here with me. Um, and I would, as I say, if you have something to say, please do come on and say it guys, because people get bored listening to me, I'm sure. Um, and I will see you next week. So bring your pencil and your paper with you and we will talk about how you can um, manifest things in your own life okay guys thank you for joining jazz i'll be on in about five minutes absolutely okay so i was just telling jazz that i will be on um tiktok in about five minutes or so after i've ordered my book okay guys i'll talk to you then see you next week take care where am i oh gosh now discussing everything about the afterlife